Hi guys, welcome back to the Travis Podcast, your favorite podcast, as Dan likes to say. It's your boy Dan, Nico, and Matthew. Uh, this week we've got another guest uh, of Gemma Forte, who's an author, TV broadcaster, presenter, many hats. Um, yeah, we chatted her, had a great chat of her. Dan reckons it's probably his favorite episode so far of the guest. We all had a great chat about most things, really. Chat about some politics, uh, dating woes. Um, She's got a hilarious story about a guy trying to have a date with her, but didn't go to plan. It's, it's, it's near the end. It's very, very funny. <laughs> that, that, is a, that is an understatement, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't dress like this for the episode, just to clarify for people watching on YouTube. <laughs> no. However, I have since washed my hair, which if you watch the episode, is quite a funny in-joke. So uh, yeah. we're, uh, we, we would advise <laughs> you watching it because it was really was a cracker. And yeah, really A lot good. of fun was had in filming it. Yeah, it was uh, very good. That's a nice little tease up for it. So thanks, Gemma. Thanks for coming on the podcast. It's nice to see you. Um, nice to see you. Yeah, so we, we know each other from a while back. Uh, the other two guys probably don't know too much about you. But I was trying to think of a way of putting you into like a sentence, but you're a lady of many hats. So <laughs> I was just going to put like all for five books, TV presenter, TV broadcaster, journalist, panelist on Jamie Vine for a couple of years, which is awesome. Um, and many guest host appearances on This Morning in Britain. Um, how, how does that sound? Is that, is that a good example of who you are? Yeah, that'll yeah. do. I think that'll it really comes down to like, you need to get a proper job, love. No, no, <laughs> don't say that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, so, um, I, I feel really lucky. I do loads of different things and always have and, um, no, and probably good. always will. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so um, just think of the first question. And the classic thing is like, how how you been? Because it's been a year now since lockdown. That's quite a boring question. So I was going to try and think of another one thinking like, what are you going to miss when we go back to some normality of lockdown? Like, what are you going to miss from what we have now? Because some good stuff. Mm -hmm. I... Um... I think it's just dawning upon me and people I know that this isn't just going to suddenly be over in June. I think there's going to be some element of COVID probably for a few years. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah I, 100%. I, I, mm. um, and I was just, before we did this, um, I was doing that slightly cheesy thing on social media about like what were you doing last year? And then it made yeah. me look at things. I, the last lunch that I had out with a girlfriend um, was with um, a woman called Samantha Renk, who's amazing. She's quite in the public eye. She's profoundly disabled okay. and so quite vulnerable. <laughs> she has a catalogue of things that she has to deal with on a daily basis. And I remember that we went for lunch in March and I remember saying, oh, you know, we better be, be careful. No masks. Nobody really knew very much. You know, I washed yeah. my hands a few times. What and you then you know, we've got this picture of us together. And then like later on, I was thinking, Christ, I could have killed her. She's told me to, <laughs> today, she's told me today, she spent the whole of that lunch not able to taste anything. Oh, shit. Oh, really? Oh, no. <laughs> so wow. that was quite interesting. Oh, um, yeah. with, with regard to your question, what will I miss about lockdown? I don't, I'm not a lot, I don't think. It's okay. Uh, it's wearing a bit thin now. It's okay. Yeah. I've kind of made the most of it. But, you know, because I don't have a normal job, because I'm a freelance and so I get to have days off anyway and go for lovely walks in the middle of the day and those kind of quite luxurious things. Now, yeah. I, I'm, I miss 
hustle, bustle. I want to wake up with a hangover with a big grin on my face. I was a bit out of order the night before. Love yeah. <laughs> things that have happened, you know, yeah. like the next yeah. day when you have that kind of just the right level of hangover that it was a good yeah. night. Yeah. 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 100 yeah. i think we're all missing a little bit of that and and with summer coming you know who doesn't yeah. like summer? it's a bit different when it's winter you're stuck inside everyone's like cozied up in a blanket whatever but now that summer's coming i think everybody wants to get out and about don't they yeah and i think we'll definitely get a, a bit of that and small things will feel great i mean my my parents over on easter day to sit in the garden even that's quite thrilling <laughs> you know my a friend of mine's already organized like a bit of a girl's thing she's really lucky she lives near this beautiful meadow thing we'll be out there she's going to get kayaks out like that it just feels fun so yes, yes. incrementally yeah. things should be enjoyed as and when we can yeah i just hope we don't go back to a stage where people are just so busy again like every weekend's booked up I, was like, I don't want that I just want a bit still in a bit of downtime still <laughs> I think a lot that. of people feel socially it's taken the pressure off my daughter's 16 and I think she really feels like that we're quite different she and I and she was like I think she quite likes not having social angst okay that's yeah good. that's a, yeah. that's a very valid yeah. point yeah I agree with that um, yeah. the, the kind of expectation to go out and be involved with everything right yeah you know, yeah go and say yes. oh, your friends are going out go to this go to that whereas a lot of people feel you know social anxiety doing that and kind of like don't necessarily want to be pressured into going out all the time and, and being involved with everything so I guess that was that's quite a nice break isn't it yeah I, I guess so I just yes it will I think that we've all learned stuff about ourselves and I, no. I'm a people I'm definitely a people person I definitely get a lot of energy from being around people and you yeah. know you know Matthew if you work in studios yeah half the fun is being part of a crew yeah. being part of a team <laughs> well, and working, it's yeah. just yeah it's, it's not even work but and then <laughs> suddenly I've been broadcasting from my sitting room yeah and I can't have the gossip in the makeup room I can't do all the things I like I'm like <laughs> I can see what's happening you know and the little chats in between and then meeting people face to face I miss all of that yeah a lot. for sure yeah um, for sure just, um... just hold, hold up two, two seconds two seconds yeah. we've never actually introduced how Matt and Gemma know each other. So I was going to mention that. Right, <laughs> come on. So back in the studio, what's what's the crack? Let's 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 hear it. So do you want to I... do it or shall I? <laughs> I'll say if... you can do it if you want. Yeah, see what you say. Go on, Gemma. Go on. Let's I hope they're different um, stories now. No, it's not. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no. So years ago, um, I was working at a really, I'm going to say dodgy shopping channel. It's a bit weird. Yeah. It was a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah. I was no, also. No, no, no. QVC is not a dodgy shopping channel. No, they're good. No. They're, fine. <laughs> <laughs> they're still going. <laughs> yeah, and I, I represent a brand on QVC as well. It's yeah. like one of my oh, favorite yeah. things that I do. But um, we were, I, I, I kind of was, my whole career's had a bit of a kick up the arse in the last eight, nine years, partly because my husband and I split up. We had really small children, and suddenly it was like, okay, I need to, you know, get with it again. Yeah. And uh, so at this point, I was at this thing. And then it, and then me and two girls got together and decided we had a really good uh, idea. I still it was good, yeah. I still think it's good. Yeah, yeah. And we were going to do this little web series. And basically, Matthew got on board and just gave us so much of his time and yeah. uh, did loads of editing and loads of stuff for us. And I haven't forgotten that because no. thank you. Amazing. You're welcome. Yeah. He, he does the same with us. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I try my best. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like a magazine show style, wasn't it? So you were, you were the, the, the writer, journalist, the kind of culture uh, person, yeah. Culture, but it was, it was a little, 
and then a little chef, idea everything i think lady. if we'd had um all the resources in the world that's it would have been a good thing but trouble with those web shows you've got to make like 10 a day yeah well, it's like us who's, with this who's um, got the time this. yeah the same with us making this podcast trying to make one we haven't quite got an archive yet we're trying to get an archive of like 10 or 6 so we can mm-hmm. yeah give me, give me some free time because it's just constantly churning out these episodes it's crazy but it's just fun it's all good so just part of the hustle out. and bustle isn't it i think we're all we're all here enjoying the hustle and bustle all of us um yeah. including yourself Gemma, you know freelancers of some description um doing jobs here and there mm. um yeah it's, it's yeah it's been, it's been yeah it's about creating stuff to do and yeah. content and innovating isn't it and i actually locked down for me i've got all my old book rights back i've published Amazing. a novel for the first I was say, yeah, you've published published. One, yeah. i've had two pieces in the times mm. what else done jerry vine done gmb done this morning done like qbc so i've been quite busy really yeah so how was that and yet, the, um... i still feel like i've had loads of time on my hands yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's good so how was that with uh, launching the book during lockdown? Or was it was it quite tough? Yeah, to it was do, really not to go around um, and promote it everywhere. And no, it was actually this. a real conscious decision because my four books before that were all published traditionally. Yeah, okay. and then I um, I decided to do this one on my own as not an experiment because you put so much time into a book you don't want to kind of experiment and muck around with it. Yeah, but at the same absolutely. time, I wanted to have total creative control. And yeah. when you're with a publisher, the minute you sign your name and you get some money they yeah. can tell you what title to have they can change your cover and all of that wow, stuff so really? I was like oh. and I've had four experiences two really positive two really mind-bendingly irritating so I thought I love the title of my new book be careful what you swipe for no one's going to tell me to change it yeah my sister's like a proper professional photographer so she did the cover sort of bang happy days I bet <laughs> That felt good, a bit of freedom, a bit of power. It was nice. It was really nice. And then actually it sold quite well. I mean, the only difference is, but then also it wouldn't have been available in the shops anyway because the shops are closed. Oh, so it was exactly. a good time to do it because it was only available on Amazon. And yeah. and I PR'd it myself and yeah, it was fine. So, so cool. to have a book in, in a store, you, you have to have it published, do you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. That's, that's yeah. a... I mean, I could, I, I'd imagine I could phone up my local Warstones and go, would you take 10 copies? And they'd say no. You might yeah. be able to get into a local bookstore, but no, you need the distributing power of a massive publisher. Yeah. And then what a lot of people don't realise is that the publisher pays for it to be in those prominent yeah. positions in the bookstore. So mm, when wow. you go into Smith's and you've got your chart or you go into Waterstones, so the tables that everyone gravitates to, the, yeah. the publishers have paid for those authors paid to be Paid for there. that, like, stand and, and that, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, Connect, yeah, it's always it's always muddy. It's always muddy. Did you ever did you ever think when you first did you ever think when you first started out you'd be writing books? I know this book's about dating apps and stuff, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, we have sort of. Yeah, it's about all sorts of things. It's about um the the difference between reality and what we project on social media and on dating apps. It's about ghosting. It's a bit about Mm. mental health. It's about mystery because this bloke disappears. So there's lots of stuff. But did I think I'd be writing books? No, I didn't. And okay. my first book came out in 2009 and I had massive imposter syndrome. So I didn't go to university. Really? So yeah. I was always like, oh, when I, when I say I'm not really an author. And then it's like, <laughs> now I'm like, no, I am. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, is, that's that, good. is that something you've struggled with like throughout your career, imposter syndrome? Because I read somewhere that like you'd, 
you changed your name briefly, didn't you? Because your dad was in TV. Oh, yes, that's a different kind. So, yeah, that was uh, interesting. Yeah, well, my dad was really big in kids' TV. And when I was starting out and wanted to be a presenter, which actually he said to me, don't do it, stupid job, don't, it's too difficult, too com- wow. you know, competitive. Yeah, it's tough. And I think he also thought I'd probably be dreadful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> and, um, and then I worked in production, did all these things, but I wanted to do it. And then what I found was he was such a, he was like a commissioning editor at ITV and he'd done directing and producing and all of that that if I did go for an audition people would go are you Michael's daughter because he's like forte and then I'd be like yeah and then he's a really strong character my dad he's like one of my favorite people on planet earth but he's he's quite full-on like interesting funny bit mad and you either get him or you don't and people either go oh my god Michael I love him I've never met anyone like him he's amazing or they're like and then they they fell out yeah so when I got a uh, a, a big job at Disney Channel. I just thought it's just easier to change yeah. my name and separate it out. That's cool. I mean, cool. I guess, I guess you don't, you don't want to, your own career as well. You don't want to be living sort of in your, in your, not saying in your dad's footsteps, but um, under his shadow of someone who's such an influence and such a like huge character. Um, mm. In both, both the sense of, oh wow, it's his daughter. Let's get her on. And both the sense of, oh, she doesn't, she's not quite the same as him. She doesn't have quite the same. Yeah. You know, or whatever yeah. it might be, whether you do or don't, um, people yeah. will always compare it to that. And I guess that's a really nice way of differentiating your, differentiating your own career, I suppose, um, into, from that. Yeah, because it's quite an unusual surname. But um, so, yeah, so people would automatically say, so all of those things you said, yeah, basically, I agree. So I became Gemma James at Disney, but which sounds a lot like Jenna Jameson. But I hadn't <laughs> factored that in. Ah. And then just occasionally, like a cameraman or someone would go, mm, I'm not but that was inspired because i'm very old compared to you but i loved um uh, there was a girl a woman called sally james who presented tiswas 500 years ago and and then there was um wendy james who was a singer in a band called transvision vamp who was really cool Mm -hmm. so i thought yeah that goes well then i got married and i got a different surname then i got divorced and i went back to my original name it's pretty yeah. nice. And yeah. I'm not changing it ever again. And I actually okay, got a good. tattoo. I got a tattoo on my Did hip you? that all me and my sisters and my brother all have the same thing. It's the forte symbol. The music oh, really? Line. Yeah. Oh, like, a coat, okay. like, a, like a coat of arms sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Stamped oh, on my hip. That's, yeah. that's just a reminder to, to remind me, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. I, I was considering getting my family. Festivals tattooed at some point and then decided against it. Yeah, well, your family name is something ridiculous, Dad. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> well, well, like, well come yeah, on. but it's, it's, not, it's, it's nice to have a little bit of culture on there. Bit of it's an culture. amazing name. It sounds like an IKEA cabinet or something. It does. Doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Oh, yeah. God. That is that's incredible. Now, that's that's really good. Um, no, yeah, good. I think just. Just one for our for our, our listeners as well, you know, who might not necessarily know who you are. Um, what what did you do at Disney Channel then? You know, just kind I of was a presenter, so we, um, what we just sort of yeah, idiots really in the studio. There were six presenters at the beginning. One of them was Stephen Mulhern. One of them was me. Legend. One of them was my friend Nigel Mitchell, who I am still. So I went for a walk with him today. He now <laughs> works for Arsenal, so he's like the pitch side, although not at the moment. Arsenal yeah. man um and th- and three others and and then it's a whittled down over the years and changed a bit but Nigel and I were always there 
And so we had, it was brilliant because it was a bit like a training ground because we had multi-camera, it was live Mm. every day. We had no real scripts, as in there was no water cue. So you'd get your script, which would be, okay, you're thrown to that cartoon. Then you've got a four minute thing. You're going to play this game. Then you've got this show. Then you're going to interview five. Then you're going to do this. Then S Club 7 are coming in. And it was amazing. And we could be quite anarchic in a way that doesn't happen anymore. And we learned how to use an earpiece, you know, and have someone talking in your ear. Always open talk back as well. So it was was good training. Yeah, it's tough to do, yeah. Did you not ever get, like, stage fright or anxious to, like, start with, especially? Like, or is that, as you kind of, like, do you have, like, a persona that you kind of took on in the early days that was kind of separate to how you were? Probably before the first day, you know, I'd have been like, oh, like, super, super excited. But I've always tried to frame nerves as excitement, and then that really helps anyway, and then it helps you to... um, And then because it was just every day... Yeah. And it was a job and you were in there just mm. with your, like, it just, no, there was never really any nerves there. I think yeah. every time you do a new show. So I went, I, one point towards the end, I did three years of this thing for CBBS called Sub-Zero where I was a space captain. Amazing. And that was in really intense um, because it was teams. It was on a Sunday morning. It was live. I was dressed as an idiot space captain and I was in charge and I had the rules and, you know, you'd get massive loads of adrenaline before that. Yeah. And then I did the national lottery with Julian Clary at one point, and that <laughs> was actually terrifying because it that. was live at the BBC, and in your ear piece before you'd hear the Doctor Who music. So oh, it'd go dum 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 dum, and again coming to you live, and then you'd be like, <laughs> and I just oh, had a baby God. as well, so I hadn't really slept for about three months, and I was sort yeah. of wearing massive spanks, and like, oh, so <laughs> there's always been moments where you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pff, overwhelming, I suppose. And I guess going from what kids show right up to you know CBB, CBB's kids show where people, you know, kids don't even comprehend what's going on; they just laugh at noises. To <laughs> you know, kids that like to have a bit of a joke and fun, and then what the lottery where your six-year-old nan is like, "Oh, make sure she says everything properly." Yeah, the lottery know, like, was yeah. difficult because actually, weirdly, it was much harder because I was the lottery girl and I was just there to deliver information. So if your auto queue went down, you didn't have anywhere to go. It wasn't like you were Shit. sitting and could go, "Oh, anyway, let's talk about this." It all had to work. Yeah. So that yeah, was what yeah. I think. Also, it was I just had a baby. I just the whole thing was a bit scary. But yeah. um, and then now I don't, I don't really get that nervous i think That's it's good. age um uh i'm trying to think i get more nervous if i'm going on a, on a date or something yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. i don't yeah. get nervous like going on gmb or something i'm just like yeah come on let's do it yeah all right yeah. get a bit of excitement in you that's awesome so what, about, what about if you say what about if you if when you're on like jeremy fine because i've seen a couple of clips like there was one something that stuck in my head i think you were talking to Anne widdicom oh god and you said <laughs> it's about nigel farage and you said you'd rather boil your head in a vat of oil or something like that and i was like do you when you like my first question is how much prep do you do before that or does it just come off the top of your head and the second question is like do you ever think after you've like done an interview are you like oh i shouldn't have said that or i should have said this or oh shit yeah how does i think you've got to toe a very careful line and that is a very strongly expressed thing but he is not a member of parliament 
Mm. I mean, I agree he's, with what you said. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and and so so, but I'm saying in my head, I can decide. Right, he is not an elected That's anybody, yeah. and he's really, really on record as being a sort of racist toe rag. So I went mm. strong then, but yeah, it, it that's part of the challenge is treading the right line, but having an opinion, but not upsetting loads of people or saying. Yeah. And prep wise, yeah, quite a lot of prep for Jeremy Vine because it's a long show. So there's three topics and then you do the newspapers as well. So the newspapers you can never anticipate until the morning of the day. You just get sent through, you do a quick skim through and they go, that's yours, that's yours and that's yours. And it's just about nutshelling the story, what's at the heart of it and what's your comment. Yeah. And then the things, so for instance, if I was on Jeremy Vine on a Wednesday, probably Monday they might ring and go, it looks like we'll probably talk about that, but we don't know yet. And it's edited very much like a newspaper. Mm-hmm. And actually a couple of weeks ago, I was booked to be on. And then me and the girl both had broadly the same opinion about Meghan Markle. So they swapped us to another week. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. wow. Fair and balance, fair and balance. <laughs> yeah, they want to have, you know, differing yeah. opinions. So yeah. I'm always on with someone who's politically polar opposite to, to me, generally yeah. speaking. And so, but what happened often is they might go okay we're going to be looking at you know should lockdown should we come out of lockdown slower or and then we're going to look at um you know i don't know whatever it is the new the policing bill Mm. and how was it handled at clapham or stuff like that but then what can often happen is on the morning they go that's dropped this is in instead so you've just got to be quite across the news (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah wow yeah so do you have to do like um I don't I want to say research because you don't I mean how can you do research when something gets dropped and you have to like talk about yeah. it within a minute but you have to be very well versed in kind of like general knowledge and kind of very opinionated and and very not uh stand by your word and stand by the way you think and I guess you know not a lot of people can do that a lot of people mm, will crumble with that sort of pressure that's quite you, a tough you, thing. you do have to do some work and I'm on with all these different panelists and it's interesting. The ones who are on quite regularly, they do tend to come with a lot of notes and they're all quite well prepped. And I think it shows because you, if you're sort of on as a panellist or a journalist, you don't want to say things that aren't true. Mm. Yeah. So the other day I just did something very off the cuff, a quick chat with somebody, and I just oh, said yeah. something that was utterly wrong. I just remembered it completely wrong. But you see, I hadn't prepped at all. So I said, oh, you know, looking back to the glory days of, you know, when it was cool Britannia and just talking about how different it felt to be a young person then compared to now. Yeah, it's very and different. And I said, yeah. you know, when you think that instead of MPs sitting around waving their nationalistic triumphant flags, actually what it was was, and I said on the front of GQ, it was Liam Gallagher and Kate Moss oh, in, yeah, a, in, a, in a thing. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was Vanity Fair and it was Liam Gallagher and Patsy Kensett. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> so I had the wrong the wrong magazine and the wrong blonde. Oh no. And like, I've remembered it vaguely and the heart of what I was saying was correct, but that just shows like you do have to, because everyone notices everything. Everyone's got Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was going to bring that up. Oh, go on Matt, go on. So I was going to say, yeah, bring it up. Like you're quite on Twitter. You're very like, say, say what you say. So are you constantly trying to make sure you, again, that could be, you could tweet something and then forget about an hour later and say, oh shit, I didn't say that right. Or, you consider oh yeah I think okay? the thing is if you if you go to decent sources you know yeah. it's accurate and I know not to just repeat what Doris on Facebook says 
Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> you know, yeah. That's the minefield, yeah. You know, and so you know that you've got reputable yeah. sources. Yeah. Because even, um, even me, when I tweet, I, I sometimes tweet things, I'm always tweeting things like against the government and things, but I've got probably a 1% following base compared to you. And even then I'm like, oh shit, I should be saying that, but I've said it anyway. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting because they wouldn't have me on Jeremy Vine and things if I didn't have an opinion. True. Yeah. 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 But at the same time, I'm not always necessarily right. Sometimes yeah. it is just yeah. an opinion. Exactly. And also yeah. I try, I would be on telly more if I was up for being more adamant about things and less nuanced, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. But I tried to look at like a career as a long-term thing. Yeah, you flash so, the pan, yeah. For instance, with the Megan stuff, I could have gone on that day and just said a load of stuff that I didn't mean just yeah. to be on telly, just but I don't do that because yeah. you can yeah. always look back and clips can haunt you. God, yeah. yeah, definitely. Surely and worse was, than papers, yeah. Oh, I was thinking about, the, because I was looking at my photos this time last year and all that business, I was on a Jeremy Vine and I don't know whether I should say with who, but this bloke and... I think it was early March or it might have been February actually because I distinctly remember being on and saying it's really bothering me that 1500 kids and from the UK have gone skiing in northern Italy at half term and they've come back but northern Italy is full of this virus that we're hearing about from Wuhan so shouldn't they all be checked before they come back and get coaches from Heathrow, whatever, to Manchester and to like all over the UK. And then I was sitting next to this bloke who was going, oh, you doom-monger. Oh, you lefty fear. Oh. Now look, yeah. I remember, word, thinking, yeah. I remember thinking, well, I don't know. I'm not like a scientist, but it just that just seems to yeah. me like my mum lives in Italy, right? So she was going flipping at the hospital. Blah, 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 blah. And I just thought, well, it's a contagious disease. Like, mm. Mm. Yeah. And uh, now I really want to get that clip and push it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure yeah, you can get it somehow. Maybe we can do that for you. <laughs> yeah, we can find it. It's yeah. very interesting though. It's very interesting though because it's um it's like you can take some very different approaches and be like a character almost on television, right? So, you know, that kind of like person that attacks all the time, in essence, you know, you're looking at a, a Piers Morgan there. It, yeah, so it's big about yeah, how where you kind of, you take, uh, you, you back people up against the wall, you take very strong opinionated views. Uh, and yes, they are opinions, but sometimes they get put across like facts and they come they come across very differently. And it takes a very specific individual to be able to do that and still survive within the business. Uh, and you have to be, I mean, nobody knows, but I'm pretty sure Piers Morgan struggles with a few things, you know, he gets sent all sorts of horrible, horrible I bet, things. Yeah, I bet, horrible yeah. And stuff. And, it takes this a tough individual to survive like that. And I don't think that's a normal human instinct to react that way, I don't think. Mm. Piers Morgan, <laughs> I think is, I don't know him personally. I've only been on the show with him once yeah. or twice. So it, it, um, but I think those newspaper men of old are like Teflon. Mm-hmm. Um, I've met a few of them in the Times building doing radio and this and that. And they are tough and I don't think there's much with him specifically I think he has survived this long because he doesn't to an extent mind and can take it but there's lots of other people who are similar who who they do look at the stuff and it is horrendous yeah 
Yeah. yeah. I, I get some horrendous stuff sometimes, but I just like mostly I get nice stuff. And then occasionally, if it's from absolute numpties, it doesn't matter anyway. Because you just think, mm. yeah, occasionally, you exactly. like, it's just, mm. just pointless trolls. It's like, there's no need. Yeah. Just, I remember uh, me and Jeremy did this little sort of skit thing that you wanted to do on the show quite recently. And it was a bit silly, but it was fine. And people were like slagging it off on Twitter and just sort of going, what a load of rubbish. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, and I put, and they said something really nasty about him. And I put, don't be mean. He came in and liked it. Nice. He obviously just thought as well, like a bit much. And then someone put, Oh, if you think they're being mean on here, you should go and look at Facebook. And I was like, Oh, no. It's always Facebook. I've just yeah. linked to my Instagram to Facebook. So I haven't been on it for about 10 years. So I was like, Facebook. So I went and had yeah. it. And I was like, Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Someone I don't know what it is. Off. Yeah. Why is it always Facebook? It's the one. It's like the. I don't know. I, shot I, don't, I mean, to put to put to put it out there, you know, this is one of my opinions, but I, I think we're moving into a, a snowflake culture. There's too many snowflakes out there who get offended by too many things and take things too literally, uh, or just put their noses in places they don't need to put their noses. Uh, yeah. uh, really, just take things to heart. I, I, really I think we're heading to the point where the internet is so like the wild west and that at a certain point it'll start to be regulated and clean up a bit i, was, I'm I, was say that, yeah, I just think yeah. it's like when cars came out many moons ago they didn't have um street markings or seat belts and you could get in with a bottle of whiskey yeah. and you know loads of people died as a result and i think that's where we're at with the internet yeah. and i i kind of know what you're saying about snowflakey but i also think people need to watch their time and watch what they write and yeah, just yeah and, and it's that sort of free fall element but yeah i mean if i have someone going that i don't care i only yeah. care if it's personal or i don't yeah, know if you're, yeah. if you're in the wrong mood or something yeah. i'd be more like what do you mean you don't like my top that's when i do that <laughs> oh my god yeah, yeah, yeah. oh i have that every week <laughs> every week i like your top i like your oh top. thank you it's usually yeah. the hat i usually get criticism <laughs> i'm not taking the hat off i think we've all got pretty long garnets on at the moment the hair now, yeah I keep bloody oh, it's, it's that's what i'm looking good. forward to uh post covid's a haircut i'll be honest <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. i just got my next booking for jeremy vine it was april the 12th i was like Oh, haircut the, is then the so I've, ju- I've had to reschedule it wait which which did, hang on which did you reschedule no Jeremy? i rescheduled the haircut i did say to the booker i said this is the last one i'm doing with shit hair <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, great hey. yeah um oh, brilliant yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess what's the next stages for you um, mm. out, of, out of lockdown? What's the, where, where will you leave us at this point? Um, you know, what's, what's the future? What does it hold? Well, I'm currently working on a script and that's oh, wow. keeping me really, really, really busy. And we'll see what happens with that. Is that got TV, another book. film or? Uh, TV. Oh, wow. But we'll Ooh. see, we'll see. Yeah, we'll that's see. It. Watch this space kind of thing. But these things that's amazing. Are, until they happen they haven't happened happened but there's interest we'll go that far yeah and then i'm uh, got another idea for a book which is irritating so that means i've got to write it <laughs> um, oh, and then everything yeah. else i don't know i don't know i never i never know every year i have a meeting with my accountant he goes right what do you think is going to happen next year and i'm like uh, what happens. Do you <laughs> yeah, think you'll learn the same don't and actually this year of all years i think has proved you cannot plan what's going to happen in life we did not know this time last year we'd still be sat here in a global pandemic no yeah i literally i thought it was about two months plops i'm so naive i was terrible well i think we all did yeah it's been a gradual dawning of horror yeah um 
Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I don't know. And yeah. then to an extent, it's like whatever people ask me to do or what happens and I don't know, who knows? That's who good. knows? Yeah. Yeah. I think so, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. And with you on it, I wanted to, uh, having a woman on the show, I wanted to speak about the events recently. Like, what's your thoughts on these not protest the visuals i think the sarah yeah, i felt quite depressed yeah. that week actually yeah. it was a horrible week for everybody but i think mm. particularly weird being a woman and yeah it, i just want to hear it, from yeah yeah it was there were lots of sort of stuff going around on the internet like you know mother's day megan not that woman then the yeah. thing at clapham and i thought it was really horrendous what happened at clapham i thought the trouble yeah. with that was that on the friday they went to the High Court and said, can we make this happen with COVID regulations and everything? And the, co- the oh, yeah, High course, Court yeah. said, yes, there's a way to do it, but we're keeping out of it. But you can engage with the police, make this happen. And it was a, a decision from the top. And it was such a short sighted, yeah. um, uh, uh, you know, idiotic mistake because people were always going to go. So all of that could have been avoided. And then all as right. for the poor girl herself, like that could have been anyone I know. Yeah. And... I think, yeah, sometimes I get complacent because when I was young, people used mm. to, you know, pat your bum and it was sort of like normal or sit on the bus and leer at the sun yeah. going, Whoa, and, you know, like horrible things that made you feel really uncomfortable yeah. that you young men wouldn't even think about now. So no, sometimes I'm like, no. well, we've come a long way. You we know, have. I, I think that too, yeah. And, and, and we have, but we haven't. No, and all, if suppose, you look, yeah. there was a piece in the Times at the weekend about the House of Lords, and it was like just sort of like 95 white men. Yeah, I saw that picture. Who, because yeah. they're the firstborn man. Yeah. So they go and sit there. You just think, oh, we're, we're actually quite far away. And I'm, I'm not yeah. going to tell my 16-year-old daughter that she cannot walk home at nine o'clock at night. She's going to have to yeah. take her chances because that message is wrong. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, yeah. I, I saw people. Yeah. I I kept seeing people saying about speak to your children, uh, your your daughters and stuff. But then some people say speak to your sons as well. Educate yeah, them. Yeah, my, well. my like, boy. We thing. had such good chats, and my boy's good, only yeah. fourteen, and I think he'll wow. hopefully come be a very emotionally intelligent young lad with a mother like yeah. me I mean I tell him everything about <laughs> even sort of terrible dating experiences he's like oh, oh really you know, amazing. He, <laughs> yeah, yeah but he That's knows what's what and then he's got a very right on sister as well who's just like you know rah, 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 be an ally and he's like <laughs> he hasn't even had a snog yet and he's like oh <laughs> but he, but he knows he knows and we talk about everything and I think that's the key yeah, is exactly and talking to boys Mm. given that they have unfettered access to porn and are probably looking at it when they're about nine which is just horrific and probably talking about you know unregulated internet when you have kids one day you'll think of like your little baby seeing that before they're ready and that how Mm. skewed that makes there is a reason it's adult content and it's for adults to masturbate which is absolutely fine no judgment but not little children because they then think that's how you have sex exactly yeah. do it and it's like and you know again you know the innocent days of when we used to snog at parties listening to a bit of banana rama they'd be <laughs> lucky if they got a little oh it's her bosom um and now you know it's all like eh, eh, eh. i don't know yeah. it's just yeah, it's very awful. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I a real problem actually and it's something again that the government have been talking about for years and years and years yeah, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. bloody do it get it to the top yeah, of the exactly, agenda exactly yeah. it'll have to be a global commitment i assume and i guess yeah, it's not just i don't yeah. know but it's yeah. almost heartbreaking that something bad or something drastic has to happen every time that a change yeah. is forthcoming, isn't it? I mean, you look at like George Floyd and how 
especially oh. of racism since then, how that's all been brought up massively mm. more so, and everyone's behind yeah. that. And now with Sarah Everard, it's just a bit, it's a bit shit that it takes something, yeah. someone to die or something serious to happen for it. To... You're right. Yeah, it's like Dun Blaine, though, when that happened, they changed the UK gun laws and there has not been anything yeah. like that happened ever since yeah. unlike in america yeah yeah it's it's um, history though isn't it you know even the selfridges one of them had to jump in front of a horse yeah yeah happen. like you know it, yeah. it, it takes something so drastic to for, for i would to... do that to get the vote yeah there you go how many of you struggled to find the right hair pomade the founder of natural barber and co ran into the same problem whether it was too fragrant oily itchy or greasy there was always something off that's why they created Zeus and Hades Hair Pomade, an all-natural hairstyling product that's good for the earth and good for your hair, named after the Greek gods because of its sheer greatness. It's free of synthetics, petrochemicals, or other harmful ingredients that irritate sensitive skin. Gareth Bale even calls it his go-to hair product. Shop now and get 15% off and free next day delivery in the UK when you use the code THETRIBERSPODCAST, no T. Visit naturalbarber.co. They will make sure your hair looks amazing and the rest is up to you. So it's, it's a question that we're kind of now going to be asking to all of our guests. And it's oh, basically, yeah. if you could have one physical thing that I could give you, what would it be? And I'm fully prepared for you to say that it's a Clark's shoe thing because you were obsessed with them, weren't you, as a kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want that now, that. though. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, you mean like if you were going to give me a present? I mean, you can take it as a present, yeah. Just if there's one thing that you want that's like a physical thing, it can't be like an emotion or person. Should we have a look? I've got like notes on my phone where I write things that I want. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I have some real random crap on it. I haven't even updated it for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Do I have it? Oh, yes. I call it Gems Fancies. Fancies? Okay. That's a wish list. I want a bike shed. Very useful. That's good. I want new knives and forks. It's exciting. Okay. I want a Mac. Never had a Mac. Okay. Yeah. Never had a MacBook. Okay. No. Because okay. Okay. I'm just, I don't really care about tech. So when it comes to like, do I want to spend a grand or 400 quid? I was going, yeah, 400 quid. 400 quid. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, some new dining room chairs. Um, I'd like a Harry Corey Wright photograph. They're a few grand. <laughs> if you want to just get that. I'd like a Fitbit. Okay. And I'd like a Dina Goldstein photograph. She's an American photographer. Oh, cool. Um, Again, worth thousands. And I don't think I've got a wall space big enough, but just any of that would be good. That's nice. Wow. Very conservative. I mean, we've had some wild things, haven't we, come on on the show? What, like, like what? We had a massive even... country house in Surrey. That was the last. Oh yeah, one. he wanted the 50, 50 million pound house, didn't he? Yeah, but you see, that's yeah. my genuine wish list. That no, that's fair enough. Yeah, you've got like, proper, for, yeah. for one day of ever I come into a bit of cash, or like actually I need to get some knives and forks. Sorry, but that. Do you, do you ever like <laughs> find that you clear that list and then add straight to it? Because I have a list like that, and I always find I empty it out get the things I want and then about a week later I had like three or four more things it's some more stuff Daniel <laughs> I think you're a very lucky chappy that's list has been the same for about three years <laughs> <laughs> well my, my yeah it's been different when you've got a... than yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. the bike shed is new because I bought a bike this time last year before we were going into the first lockdown and now it just sits in the kitchen because I don't like it to get rained on god I'm boring <laughs> 
fucking I just, I just want to go out there we go. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. just let me well, go out. and also not get some like beers in the you know in the summer and autumn when we got a bit of going out yeah it still was nice. wasn't going out going out but it was very no. nice but it wasn't really going out going out and me and one of my best my mates we decided to go out go out you know a bit like on the prowl really and then yeah. that doesn't happen because we booked about four places in town and it was like okay go sit over there and you're like hmm, okay and then yeah, we had to be in this so table, table but like can't get up can't away sing. from anyone you're not allowed to go and stand at the bar yeah so can't sing yeah. Even if playing music, you can't you know sing. What? It's just a massive fun sponge. That's what coronavirus <laughs> yeah. is. It's yeah, just yeah. sucked the fun out of life. Yeah. So there you go. Um, it's a good list, yeah. But I think yeah. a thing of the fun sponge, I saw, I don't know if it's true or not. I, it could be, could be clickbait. There's a, there's a theme park somewhere in maybe Europe, and they said you can't scream on the ride because you're spreading the, uh, the virus. Oh, come <laughs> oh, on. <laughs> It was, it was probably on Facebook, so I probably, yeah, I probably fell into a trap there. I didn't click on it, so, yeah. Yeah. I am just looking forward to that. Just even just hanging out with a few friends would be really nice. And then also, oh, yeah, maybe you can give me as well. You could give me, um, you could pay for me to join a matchmaking agency because I've decided that, that things are so desperate that I might need to go that route. Okay. <laughs> um, what, was, what was your favourite, I say favourite, what was the one you could tolerate the most in terms of, like, the dating apps and websites and stuff? Probably... Hinge, yeah. maybe. It, have, have, so have, I've have tried them all. Have you? Okay. I've tried them all, yeah. Well, f- firstly, I went on just... Uh, so uh, it were, my last relationship finished about two years ago. Before that, I, I went out with this guy for three years who I did meet on Tinder. Ooh. Ooh. Is that the OG of uh, dating? I didn't even. Yeah. Re- well, no, oh. Tinder's just like horrible, dirty. Yeah. Like, but <laughs> and I, I didn't really know that. And then he wasn't. He was like very respectable, had a very good mm. job. But anyway, we went out each other for three years. Then that was that. Then we split up two years ago. And then I was like just really happy to be on my own for quite a while. And then it's like okay, I'm not now. And so I went on Bumble for a bit. That's okay. There's some decent people, and the woman has to text first. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm a good texter, but didn't really meet anyone. And then I met a guy that I saw for a bit on Hinge. But I don't know what's happened. And I mean, it's just desert. I mean, all you can do is go for poxy walks anyway. And then there's yeah. this one called Inner Circle, okay. which is sort of horrific. It's a bit That's- more expensive and it's yeah. full of guys in loafers. And the most <laughs> arrogant young oh, no. men, that oh, they're no. not, but Shop they're not on the other apps. But it's all like, hey, hi, hey. And you just think, and then... I'm just such a bitch. I'll write because it's got my real age on there. I'm 47, and I'll just yeah. write, um, "You could be my son." Yeah, and then it just goes, <laughs> "Oh, but you know," yeah. and just yeah, no look, look one decent my age. I don't. They're probably all married or not on dating apps. I don't know. So, um, and then recently, I've had two sort of. I've tried, and one I was catfished. Really? Oh, oh, no. Well, oh, not shit. really. It was We've him. We've all been there. But yeah, and we've yeah. done a good two weeks of communication leading up to it, and it was oh, disappointing. Dear. I'm going to say it was disappointing. disappointing. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, no. yeah. I'll was, tell you what. Then like, you should you, you should leave us you should leave us with um, you know Gemma Gemma Gemma's uh pickup line. You know a standard pickup <laughs> line. <laughs> Somebody can use. 
they use it and they're like that's where they got it from <laughs> even yeah, if it's yeah, a bad yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you see i'm not really into lines okay the don'ts the don'ts the don'ts yeah, For okay, me, yeah that's good i i basically i've come off the apps now because i was turning into like this weird dating vigilante like the opposite of a superhero i turned into some bitch that no one <laughs> wants to meet because they go hi and I'd just be like, ah, yeah, come on. Yeah. Or like, how's your Sunday? And the last, oh. because you get that all the time. So the last time someone wrote something like, how's your Sunday? I just put really shit now because you've just asked me that. And I'm actually <laughs> allergic to people saying, yeah, I was turning into a lunatic, like an wow. unhinged. I was just being nasty to people because they were getting on my yeah. nerves. So I've come off because I think it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So basically, joke. anybody that just was like said something interesting was like halfway there. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's, it's fine. You just kind of mess. It. I mean, I, I said a minute ago we've all sampled dating apps, but you haven't, have you? Man? I haven't. I haven't. No, no, I've never touched it. About yeah. that. Anyone yeah, that's married? Fantastic. Well done. Yeah. I was say, <laughs> Maybe he's that's a successful the... one here. Yeah. <laughs> there's the there's the formation, but I guess it's, it's only because there wasn't any dating apps when we got together. I think it was ten years ago. So. Are you not missing anything? No, okay. Yeah, Tinder, right. Tinder's very superficial. Well, yeah, strange. I've heard it's like, strange. Yeah, it's Hinge is a bit better. There's like bits of text underneath each of the, like, we have to pick like questions. Yeah. And there's stuff like plenty of fish, which is just weird. And yeah. Then, I think that's just for having gangbangs in the park, isn't it? Yeah. So if you want to pick. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a bit odd, really. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. I just remember being oh. on the bus and seeing someone with Tinder and literally just swiping without even like not even looking I, like just literally. I also sh- reckon sh- that's probably sh- why like, wow. marriages are so like people don't work at marriages and stuff anymore of our generation in particular because people are used to Tinder and it's just like disposable, disposable, mm. disposable. I'm I'm not. I mean, I'm, I don't know from your point of view and and like I'm not completely anti dating apps because I have met a couple of people on there, but. I yeah. am at the moment. Yeah. And enough. I think you can go in that. And then when you just, it can destroy your soul. And then when I, <laughs> someone approached me via Instagram, which like usually oh. I wouldn't see. <laughs> Starting with know. DMs. Well, he did. Yeah. And I, if I go, oh, so I've got like my DMs, which is people that I know and follow. And then I've got my DMs, which is like this sort of weird dark oh, yeah, universe yeah. that the I don't really it. look at. And if yes. I do it, like, it's like, ooh, ooh, yeah. but one day i looked there and there was a message from someone and it was like a normal message and it was quite eloquent and i was like "Mm." and then i looked and i thought nah and then i just was like i said something like sorry i'd have to go on a bit more than that because he was sort of saying you know if you'd like to go for a coffee and i'm a teacher and i'm this and And i was like no and then uh, (laughs) he was and then (laughs) no goodbye and (laughs) then there was a bit more correspondence so i started it so then i said let me have a look at your instagram so i went in and i was like okay he does it like that and there's like yeah maybe and then this went on i'm telling you the story because there is a bit of context essentially (laughs) eventually i just thought well what is the difference between this and a dating app Mm, you know i I can see he's on linkedin he exists yeah he kind of got a couple of people in common and he's quite local and he doesn't look like the back end of a bus. So maybe <laughs> this is very romantic. It was like, you know, a beautiful film in Paris. It wasn't. So I agreed to meet him eventually. The rendezvous was outside Pratt. <laughs> Classic. Classic London. Pratt. A few weeks ago, okay. Yeah. And um, we were going to go for a walk. Way. Okay, and on the day, he messaged quite early and said I think I'm going to struggle to get there by this time and I was like but that's all it said so I went back and I said 
does that mean you're cancelling or are you trying to make it later? And then quite late in the day, he said, sorry, I just got held up or something. And I was just like, Like, you've been trying to get this to happen for about (sighs) two months. I've washed my fucking hair. (laughs) <laughs> and I was quite angry because I yeah, think yeah. also, so you know now, and this is the sort oh, of thing I teach God. my son, you can go on a date, right? And you can just go, right, I'm going out now and pick up your keys, maybe spray something nice, yeah. something nice and go. Yeah. Yes, I have to wash my hair and I have to dry it and put on light makeup that doesn't look like makeup. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's, the way more effort. there's way more I was effort. very irritated. Oh. And then I just thought, oh, ordered a pizza kids weren't here they're at their dad's yeah. and just you know whatever that's that stupid twat anyway he came back quite late late is this boring by the way no, 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 no it's this. really interesting yeah right so later like 8 30 that night he leaves this big long thing saying i'm ri- oh. i'm sorry i got held up i ended up having to speak to those parents as a teacher daddy okay. daddy 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 yeah, daddy, yeah. daddy daddy and it all seems fair and i and i said all right and he said you know do you want to meet up another day and i said and I was very explicit. I said, okay, you know, I, un- I understand these things happen. I said, but yeah. don't fuck me around twice. Fair yeah. enough, yeah, yeah, come on. And I think that's how I actually said it. So I don't think there's much room for not no. understanding. Yeah. Has the second round happened yet or? Well. Ooh. Ooh. So booked Exclusive. in for the, for the Friday. And it was the this same sort of deal. No, it was last Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I do actually have a life as well. Sort of had some <laughs> stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and you know, sort of worked around again. It was this sort of four o'clock thing. And he'd sort of said, I'll bring a gin and tonic. We can sit on a bench legally. I mean, it's like crazy time. Oh, like, calm oh. down. <laughs> I know. Whoa. So <laughs> same. So in that, that morning, I thought, well, because he was rather flaky last time, I'll just check because there'd been no, nothing the day before. So I just said, Hey, it was like 7.30 in the morning. Um, just to confirm, still on for later. If so, I'll see you at four. The blue tick happens on the old WhatsApp. Oh, oh. didn't air you. And then nothing happens, okay? No. And I, think that, that, yeah. I think that's all right, because he's at work. So just okay. leave it till lunch. So I genuinely, he's a teacher. And okay. I know that because he's on LinkedIn and all that stuff. Right? Okay. Yeah. So I leave it. So that wasn't at you, that's at him. I leave I know, it, I know. <laughs> and then later I'm like, phone my mate and I go, I'm supposed to be meeting this twat again and mm. I need to wash my hair. <laughs> <laughs> but he hasn't confirmed and, and it's Friday and you know, that and, and, and she was like, right, just send a message now and just say, I need to know if this is on, yes or no, yeah. answer by two. So I essentially did that. I said, I know you're busy. Can you just put a Y for yes, an M for no? That's all I want to know. Yeah. And at three o'clock, he puts been held up. Oh, come get on, out. Come on. Oh. Did you say, I okay, see, boy? Furious. I right? bet you were. Furious. Yeah. I was really furious. And also, oh. just like, I don't really understand. No, so, anyway, wasn't... that night I was in and I had a few glasses of wine. And I was watching telly and I was thinking about it. And then the, the, only, the next thing that I wrote, I thought was really funny and really amused me, was at, at 9 15 at night, I wrote, I'm still standing outside Pret and it's a bit chilly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, any reply from that? Or just... me, no, he yeah. saw it and then he didn't think. And then oh, in the, no. the next day I woke up and I thought, nah, 
I yeah. don't come from the school of like dignified. I never have done. I'm half Italian. I'm a communicator. I'm going to tell it how it oh, is. Love, Would you like to hear this. what I said? Oh, <laughs> Go this, on, is exclusive. this is exclusive. <laughs> I love it. This really yeah. is. I feel like I'm in therapy. <laughs> therapy. I, mean, I would never usually be so public about something, but I feel like he deserved it. Oh, oh no, this right. is, this is brilliant. brilliant. I that. wrote this at, I woke up on the, on the Saturday, 8.27 in the morning. Wow. Your rudeness is astonishing. It bothers me that you're a teacher in charge of shaping young minds. Is this how you'd encourage your pupils or indeed your daughter to behave? One day yeah. when she's grown up and tells you, dad, this guy approached me via Insta and asked me more than once to meet up, but then messed me about twice. What will you say? I don't know you and I don't know what your game is. Maybe it was a bet or a laugh. Maybe something came up and you were too wet or too embarrassed to explain. Maybe you're just very rude and selfish or shagging multiple women and had to hey. prioritise someone else. Who knows? <laughs> I don't care. And yet in another way, I do. I care that I've been treated so poorly during a week when women are expressing, funny, expressing all the shit they go through at the hands of men. Being mucked yeah. about by yeah. you was yeah, not what on. I needed. Oh, this How is dare pretty... you waste my time? come into my orbit and my world and then not have the manners to send a text. On LinkedIn, I checked you were real because that's what women do, you see, to mitigate danger. <laughs> it says that you teach media studies. Well, good luck to your students, frankly. I've worked in the media for over 20 years. TV, <laughs> radio, print journalism, you name it, I've got the T-shirt. You know <laughs> if anyone communicated as dismally as you do, they wouldn't get past go. Media is all about comms. So for a teacher of the subject not to be capable of sending a decent, polite message is deeply ironic. This is amazing. <laughs> so, do you want to so do the rest? The rest? I get Gemma. I've oh. had to jump in my car and drive to Cornwall to see my mum who's unwell. Straight from work yesterday. If you must know, I was going to call you this afternoon. Thanks. I put, oh. not an excuse takes two seconds to text pathetic yeah, yeah. you were yeah. online loads there exactly. is no excuse i no. would never treat someone like that and then try to make them feel sorry for me with yeah. no apology passive aggressive sorry, yeah. woe is me bullshit not the week to act like that do better for your daughter agree yeah, yeah. so he says <laughs> i was online chatting to my sisters certainly not after sympathy and i'll do the best i can hopefully it'll be good enough thanks I said, I think you still don't understand. If you've arranged to meet someone, don't drop off the face of the earth. Empathise no. and imagine that they might be baffled, especially when you've already done it once. Here, I'll help. Gemma, my mum's been taken ill. Dash into Cornwall. So sorry. We'll call when I can. That mm. took three seconds. Yeah. Anyway, it Come goes on. on and it goes on. He goes on. He does this massive spiel back. Still no sorry about how he's a teacher and he does this. Oh. And, then, oh, and, then, and then he says, all I can say is, Third time lucky. No, 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 come on. No. My next message, and I'm I would show it, but I don't want to show Fuck his off. name. No, I no, wrote, no. and this is verbatim, there won't be a third time. I'd rather slam my labia in a door than be disrespected <laughs> and mucked about again. I deserve better. Yes. Place, he replies, he replies that makes me sad. 
Hopefully oh. you realise. Hopefully oh. you realise that's Why not got me. The and trip? I'll see you Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. And then I just left it at that point. No, and then yeah. eight hours later, he puts, "How's your Saturday looking?" Oh come and on! And I don't reply. And then he just put, "Evening. How's your day been?" And that's oh, it. Oh mate, thought, come on, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I said to yeah. you was, "I'd rather slam my labia in a door." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my god. So that is the experience of woman. That's, yeah, wow. yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, I thought I'd say joke on that bombshell. That story, that's <laughs> yeah. Absolutely fantastic story. That's that's absolutely brilliant, and yeah. what an ending as well. And yeah. <laughs> you definitely and left that on a high horse. I was walking through Kingston the other day with my son, and I saw saw him, and I know it was him, and oh. he was quite a while away, and he was with his mother, who I'd seen on Instagram, and she's not ill, and uh. just that's it. Oh no! What a prick! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope I hope in some weird alternate future or something he listens to this. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. what <laughs> you imagine? I hope he listens What's to this. Chance? We're gonna yeah. we're gonna like in the in the in the in the like tags just like put put your name as much as possible in there and see if it just comes across as adverts or something like that. <laughs> Clicks on it. He's like, oh, I want to know what she has to say, and then he listens to it. It'd be amazing. Totally amazing. Oh, yeah, amazing. So there you very go. good. That's thank that's, you. That's that's all I've got to say. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Thanks very much for Gemma for being on. That was really nice. That was really good. Good chat. <laughs> pleasure. Good, uh... Pleasure. Lovely to see you. Yeah. Thank you very much. And, uh, thanks. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Gemma. Uh, yeah. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much. Oh, Bye, boys. You.